Yo, what's up? This is Daniel Logan. You are listening to An Elegant Weapon. Stay tuned because there's more stuff coming in the galaxy. An Elegant Weapon is brought to you by Nemesis Studios. An elegant weapon for a more civilized age. This is a journey into sound. Cobra! gentlemen welcome to an elegant weapon episode 105 i am your host my name is jay please excuse me for a moment while i flick my pick the lighting of this joint is brought to you by the adventures of super stoner a brand new cannabis culture comic book check it out at the adventures of Lovely. Welcome back, everybody. It's good to be here talking to you again, because if you've been keeping up with the episodes, you've been hearing my voice a lot, because we just threw at you Motor City Comic Con 2014, an entire trilogy of episodes of tons of exciting, fun stuff. It's been a crazy time on The Weapon for the last many episodes. We We have delved into the comic book universe wholeheartedly. We have explored many great regions. Wayward Raven. Oh, geez. Ross, uh, Ross Mayer. We've had so many people on the show lately, including the uh, the Motor City Comic Con. It's just been comic book, comic book, comic books. And not that there's anything wrong with comic books. We wouldn't be bringing you so much of it if there was. But on the basis of the show being an elegant weapon, we thought we'd bring things back around to the wars. This is the story of Star Wars. You can read along with me in your book. You will know it is time to turn the page when you hear R2-D2 beep like this. Let's begin now. There's been so much going on in the wars. I have brought together tonight uh, a legion, uh, a a legion of stormtroopers ready ready to go, ready to battle on the battlefront for all of you. I've brought to you tonight the host of the Next Element podcast. He's Anthony Bachman. And also now the new co-host of All Things Good and Nerdy. Yes, this is true. Live Sundays on YouTube. Live Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. No pants, dick butts and bacon, (laughs) Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Yes, you can see uh, Anthony's beautiful mug on that show too, so check it out. (laughs) Also joining us tonight are uh, the co-host of A Critical Moment of Awesome. He is also, uh, what's the other, Jesus Christ, you do so much stuff, Francis. It's Francis Fernandez here. And then we also have, of course, El Jaquez. And they together have a brand new podcast coming at you called Back When We Were Interesting. 
And that's fun, eh? Uh, I think uh, earlier me and Josh were talking and we coined the phrase 70s babies getting nostalgic about the 80s. <laughs> and, um, uh, yeah. I, I liked it. That sounds about right. But you guys have been having fun with it, yeah? Oh, yeah. Tons. I mean, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I don't know about him. Oh, no, I'm having a blast. <laughs> he was talking about how much he was just sick of doing it earlier. He was like, oh, Francis no, just goes on and Francis on. Francis won't leave me alone. Jesus. So, no, this I. Fucking guy. In all actuality, the last podcast we did, I don't remember what number that was, mm-hmm. seven or eight? Yeah. Or something? Eight. Was in my top 10 most favorite recordings of all, you know, ever. Oh, really? Yeah, because it was just it was just so organic. Because we went in there wanting to talk about service merchandise and fucking ordering toys from a, a catalog, and we just it just somehow turned into talking about the internet. Ah, yes, the internet. It's great when the flow takes you somewhere natural, though. That always makes for the best conversations, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, tonight we're gonna say fuck the flow. Okay. Because, oh, sorry, that's good, Tim Hortons. Excuse my Tim Hortons slurping. Oh, you know what I do? I I can't help but really enjoy every time I do that because my ex-wife used to fucking hate it. Everyone is a, yeah, everyone is a beautiful sip of spite. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying, yeah. <laughs> Not so elegant as I was going to say that, but yeah. <laughs> it's good times. Um, yeah, we're going to do, uh, we're going to just have to pay attention to certain things because I want to fit so many things in that have been happening in the Star Wars universe, of course, mainly all pertaining to Episode Seven and the excitement of things going on. You know, it was shocking alone that we were getting all this Batman stuff happening. That movie's not even coming out for two years. And uh, but Star Wars, Star Wars. Ever since they, you know, started this Instagram, blah blah blah, things have just been absolutely rolling. Exciting things happened today, but we're gonna start way back a little longer ago with uh, J.J. Abrams, director, of course, of Episode Seven, coming out with a little uh, film there, uh, promoting the charity for Force for Change, which yes. is basically, uh, yeah, you can uh, pay or win or something and get on to get in the movie. They'll put you in the movie. Yep, I put my ten bucks in. Did you? Yeah. That's fantastic. The what? lowest tier was ten dollars. If you donated ten bucks, you got one entry into being able to possibly win a trip to London to be in Star Wars. That's beautiful. That's yeah. totally. Imagine and everything the above the ten dollar level give you, I think, multiple entries. What's it going to? Do you know what is the force for change? What are they trying to change? <laughs> Actually, at this moment, <laughs> I'm not sure what the charity I was. was. I think it was part of UNICEF. Yes, it was in partnership with UNICEF, wasn't it? Yeah, so like hungry kids and stuff, I'm assuming. Yeah, feeding feeding the uh, less fortunate all around the world. That's a beautiful thing. So anyways, yeah, uh, this was like a, an announcement video slash mega spoiler teaser fun thing. Because in the middle of JJ explaining the contest, this creature walks by and not a cgi creature a practical creature yep. walks Hell by that that was yeah. awesome mm-hmm. e- everybody here saw this yes yes yep. uh impressions i i i squeed like a little girl <laughs> Did you? i thought it was really cool looking and i felt a little sorry for the guy in the suit because it looked like he was in a really bad position to make that creature walk I think he was actually standing. He he was standing, you know, mostly upright, but in that box. 
he's in the cage with yeah. all the birds. Yeah. Well, yeah. I figured he was partially in the box, but just, yeah, because I knew there was no way he was up in the head. Right. But just, it, it looked like wherever he was crammed in there was very uncomfortable. I'm sure. But that's why people, you know, some of those guys are really loved by the people they work with. Like Doug Jones. Yeah, absolutely. People know the shit that Doug Jones goes through to bring those amazing characters to life. Now, it's it was a bit of a, yes, it was a squee for me, but I'm hoping they just, it's going to be a rough thing to do and still make it good because it's such a step back. People aren't used to doing this, so I'm really hoping that they do pull on, like you're saying, a lot of past experience from people who have been experienced puppeteers and such, you know, because... It was pretty puppety. You know what I mean? It's, it's going to felt... be a background character, though. That's not going to be up front. I don't, I don't think people will really notice if it's just out there. Very good point. You know, Very yeah, good no, point I mean, I think the, the genius idea is JJ's doing what they tried to do in the original one, which is you use practical for everything that you can, and then you enhance it with CGI. You never try to build a full environment of CGI because that's when people start complaining that it looks fake. Yeah, it's the Del Toro method. For me, it was yeah. just like it was him, him coming out saying, "Look, I'm going to use practical effects without actually saying those words." Yeah. I mean, it was. I mean, yes, it was for the charity, but his speech to me, that's I read between the lines, so to speak, and that's I was like, "Oh, awesome." But yeah, because he's standing there in Abu Dhabi in what I'm assuming is what the the market on Tatooine. Probably. And I mean, it looks like it's got more practical effects in it already than what we saw in episode one. I mean, there was even like a Dodge truck in the background. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Not, yeah, no, it was funny because there was like one guy with like a mic and a smoke or whatever and fucking like a fucking sand hey, guy. Union breaks, him. man. Don't fuck with them. Hey, oh, yeah. ne not necessarily Tatooine, though. Really? Because well, they're true. all new creatures. We have seen nothing that would really say Tatooine except for sand. I don't like sand. It's coarse and rough and irritating. And it gets everywhere. Right? Well, you show me sand in Star Wars, I'm expecting Tatooine. <laughs> well, maybe not, because I've also heard there's going to be another ice planet that's not hot. So, you Is know. Is it going to be cold? <laughs> no, that's the that's, lava planet. Yeah, that's the fire planet. The cold planet is hot. The hot planet is cold. I mean, odds are it is, but it's. Imagine if it wasn't, you know. And they were just totally going. Because when I really looked at the pictures, because the the other this leads in with the other new creature. Did you see the one that just came out? Uh, it looks like a giant hippopotamus type thing. Yeah, yeah. that sucker's just an eight hundred pound snout with legs. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did see that. Yeah, I posted that today on the Facebook, and I got yelled at. Really? For, yeah, for posting a spoiler picture. Are you kidding? Hey, <laughs> anybody? It's not a spoiler. It's a background creature. Yeah. That's. I, and I, I, I was just like, oh, that was cute. Oh, man. Kids, you'll be able to find pictures of all these creatures on the brand new anelegantweapon.ca. What? What? Yeah, what? that's right. The CA stands for Canada, bitches. So oh, it's California, uh, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> that's on state level, yo. That's on state level. But yeah, um, the hippopotamus isn't something you would have seen on Tatooine unless, because like at this point, if you had keep adding different types of creatures, like how many things could really grow up, like evolve out of a sand planet? You know what I mean? Like, I think they might go too crazy with it. It's just like Tatooine's gonna be a zoo of all these different creatures and stuff walking around. You know what I mean? Bantha's bumping into hippos and shit. I don't know. It could be interesting. 
I actually right. thought I read somewhere that either I don't know, TMZ or something where they were saying that was actually confirmed as Tatooine. At least that's where they were saying the images were from. Oh, did they? Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what I saw in the captions. I mean, they could be just speculating, but that's what I thought they were saying. It could be interesting. Mm. I'm wondering how they would still connect Tatooine. Like no, something to Luke do with is still Luke. there. Well, yeah. I guess Luke. Do you think Luke goes to live there? No, that doesn't happen. <laughs> See, no, but he could he could go on vacation there and take a trip back to the planet where vacation, everything started. Yeah. <laughs> See, my questions are the ones that would have led into what people responded with as their answers and what was the EU. Is he? Did he start a school? Did he? Did they have the kids? Did has he been training people like he was told? You know, where's he been living? Is he? Did he stay on Dagobah? Like. I had those. These are all the things that keep running through my mind, and I can't wait to have answered. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. I the question is, where is the Jedi Temple? Where's yes. Fuck somewhere. all that. Where's Lando? <laughs> you really hung up on that Lando. Lando is hey, dancing man. in Cloud City with a Colt forty-five. Leave That's Lando alone. He's fine. He's dead. Yeah. There are two rules to remember if you want to have a good time. Rule number one: never run out of Colt forty-five. Rule number two: never forget rule number one. What if he's a major plot point that he's not there, though? You know, maybe he died and that was a, a hurting point for Han that Han has to get over. Like, really, I showed, I saw a picture that showed the cast, like, kind of in their, like, you know, without their makeup sort of thing. And fuck, he's old. Harrison is old. Oh, yeah. Like, to even consider doing another indie should just, everyone should be, like, put to bed on that one. And just <laughs> well, with no dinner. So he should have been put to bed for doing the last indie. <laughs> He's in Expendables 3. That's fine. Yeah. How is that fine? <laughs> He's not going to do much. Watch the old action stars. Yeah. That's the whole Lord. fucking point. He'll punch yeah. a dude or two, and that's about yeah. it. If Bob Barker can punch a dude, then he can punch a dude. You know mm. what I mean? The price is wrong, bitch. I want to go home. Wrong, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bored. <laughs> Good lord. So yeah, that's what I'm interested to see. Like, John Boyega, I think, is going to be like a, a major lead role, you know? So where'd this little black Jedi dude come from? You know? I, you know what? I wouldn't mind if they had only Luke the one Jedi. <laughs> no, I think all those kids will be Jedi, except for Driver. I think he'll be a bad guy, like they're saying, Adam Driver. But the girl, what's her name? Uh, Daisy Ridley. Uh, yeah, Daisy Ridley and John Boyega. They're, they're, they've got to be the new Jedi. That's got to be the whole new thing. You know what I mean? Well, what about the two new people being brought in? Yes. One of them I looked at uh, and I said the song. Excellent lead in Lupita Nyongo. 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 Either way is better than John Travolta. Nyongo. <laughs> it's Lupita Nyongo, and it is Gwendolyn Christie. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, so excited for big, that. Beefy fucking. Warrior from uh, Game of Thrones, isn't it? Yes, Brienne the of Tarth. Huge chick. Or as as I've seen so far, Brienne of Darth. But yes, Brienne of Tarth. That's that's the. <laughs> she, uh, okay, I don't watch Game of Thrones. Two, so yeah, is I've she a bad guy or what? She's a good guy. She plays probably one of the most noble characters in the show, and there's not really? that many actually noble characters in that show. But she's a uh, she's a fan favorite. She's six foot three. What? She's a beast. Yeah. She doesn't look like that from her picture. Well, oh, no, in, the, in Game of Thrones, they play her up to make her look unman, to make her look manly, mm-hmm. to where they, they try to make her look unfeminine, like as unfeminine as they can, and then cover her in giant body armor, so she looks like just a fucking tank. Okay, because the picture, she looks quite feminine, and... 
Oh yeah, no, she looks like cute on her IMDb photos and stuff. But yeah, on the show, mm. okay. on Game of Thrones, they spe they specifically they're making her look like unfeminine. Okay, right? I gotcha. Yeah, she's just this fucking walking murder machine. <laughs> yeah, which uh, people are speculating, and I hate that they're doing this, but they're like, oh, it's another Wookiee. <laughs> right there, female nice. Wookiee. But I don't Why, because she's 6'3"? Yeah, because she's 6'3". She's got the size. I'd be much yeah. more impressed to see her as a fucking Mandalorian. Ooh. No, Put she's that bitch be, in some yeah. sci-fi armor and give her a pistol? <laughs> oh, certainly. That'd be one big, badass bounty hunter right there. That would be interesting. I, yeah. I can't I think, think of any show. characters who stick out for their height in the books or anything. They must, they're going to have to include certain things. Yeah. Like, here's the thing, Lupita Inyongo. There was a lot of talk before a long time ago that she would be perfect casting for Asajj Ventress. Yeah, that's the one I thought. As soon as I saw her ooh. face, I was like, ooh, that looks like Asajj. It nah. could, you know, <laughs> if she could be evil enough, it could Is be it interesting. I'm trying to remember, isn't the character of Asaz Ventress, though, isn't her skin almost pure white? Yeah, yeah, it is. Isn't that going to look weird if they take a black actress and basically paint her white? I don't think so. It won't look any weirder than Asaj Ventress. <laughs> you know? I don't know. <laughs> I can just see a bunch of people on the internet flipping out about, like, reverse racism because they turned the black actress white for the role. Nice. It, it won't be about the fact that it's that's what the character looks like. Just people will flip out that they hired a black actress to play a white character. That's what they'll call it. Oh, that'll and totally happen. will go nuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I yeah, think you might be correct on that kind of madness. Yeah, they're not going to use anyone from the EU. If, they, if they, they can't, that means they're going back on their words saying, well, majority of this doesn't count anymore. No, 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 no. no. They, they said they, said they were going to the pick and wars choose. Was, they said, and they said the Clone Wars was canon. Yeah, they said they also look at it as a well, as a well of, you know, to, like, gain stuff from. Because what, like, Quinlan Voss, they brought him into the Clone Wars, and that was a huge deal. People were like, oh, my God, Quinlan Voss, <laughs> and, you know. That was a fucking that was a fucking EU pull and a half. That's an EU fan favorite right there, you know. And all they basically said was they weren't gonna be bogged down and have to stick to anything. So they're gonna, yeah. they can pick and choose from all of it, yeah. and they can also add whatever new shit they want. And That's I think the they'll Easter egg it. I think they'll yeah. like name things stuff to like you know. Well, personally, I hope it's Le Leia and Lando's love child. That's all I <laughs> that I would totally be down with. That's hilarious. Well, it's crazy that Chewie's still in it. Like, I don't understand how it's going to work at all. Like, it's so far away from Because, like, the concepts, it could be so many different ways they go with it. You know what I mean? Like, will the will the original three just be in this movie or the whole trilogy? Will it even focus on them? Will Luke be the hero? I'm I, think, just, uh... I think they'll be in this movie, and that's it. Then Luke so, might be, a, a, like, a fourth a Jedi for the rest of the, uh, uh, you know, for, uh Force Ghost for the rest yeah. of the, the series, if they even use them for the whole series. Do you think Hot will finally like, get to die like Ford always wanted him to? Like Probably. Because <laughs> it'll be boring. He's going to go out in some serious yeah. crash. I think the Millennium Falcon's going to take out a planet. Speaking of Anthony Bachman, crazy. set photos leaked today hint to a very obviously being constructed Millennium Falcon. <laughs> Oh my goodness. I mean, we kind of, logically, we kind of knew it was coming, but that shit, sure. man, she's been flying for quite a while. It's going to be interesting to see that fucking bucket of bolts, mate. Like, think about it. That thing was already falling apart, and now it's fucking, how many years, 30 years later? <laughs> no. Poor well, that's not supposed to survive forever, right? I mean, those ships, they've been using for 
it's technically what centuries or something like that. Well, it the Falcon was in Episode Three, right? It was oh. like a little quick shot of him. Oh, that's right. Wait, what? Falcon. Where? What? What? Huh? Huh? In Episode Three. Hold up! Hold up! Hold up here! Where? <laughs> in Episode Three? I. I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just flabbergasted. <laughs> Forgive my flabbergastedness. You made Jay's head explode. Yeah. <laughs> it, when they're pulling into uh, fucking, uh, come on, the palace, uh, the the city, the Coruscant. Yeah. After the first, uh, after the first battle scene. Okay. And they say that the they save the senator and. Yes. Or, yeah. 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 So they're fly, they're flying in, and if you look in the lower like third of the screen, the Falcon is pulling into the same freaking uh, garage port. Wow. Parking garage. Wow. So go go look. Wow. <laughs> I didn't know it's that. It's Lando's first trip. I'm gonna have to do that. So and that was that was I know talked talked about in the Star Wars you know communities who was flying that ship at that time. Lando, right? I thought he was the original owner of the Falcon. Right? Well, I don't know. Yeah. I don't think he was the original owner. I just think he was the he owner was before owner. Han. Yeah, he was the owner that lost it to Han. Doesn't mean it was originally his ship either. Because he's how old? He's don't think he's supposed to be that much older than Han in the stories, and uh, that would make him like a teenager in Revenge of the Sith. You know? That's oh yeah. Ad- yeah. yeah, so who was flying it, and who did you know Lando, uh, you know, take yeah. it from? Because there was concept art done of Han Solo for Episode Three. They were going to cameo him in there, <sighs> and he was like a ten-year-old or thirteen-year-old little like street rat, and he had like long black hair and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice. but yeah, it totally would have been cool, but they scrapped that idea. But you know, it's. Uh... It's well, neat that we're going to get to see that ship fly again. And the X-Wing that they say looks kind of modified, and it's right, because the engines are in a weird place. Unless they just happen to set them there while in during construction for some reason. Because the rest of it looks totally proper X-Wing, but the engines kind of look misplaced. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's like a turbine or something where it shouldn't be. Yeah, you see what I mean? That engine should be on the back of it, I think. Unless mm. they just place them there and they still just have to attach them to the back, I don't know. Maybe but, they're modifying it or something? You know, who knows? Well, they Maybe might have modified it over 30 years. Luke might have done something sure. to his own ship, right? And been like, I'm going to jack jack it up. He's a fucking, he's a piratey fucking speed racer kind of guy. <laughs> right? Yes. yes. He's all yes. piloty <laughs> and shit, right? right? Well, if he's anything like his father, he's uh, good with machines, right? It seems like they're laying off the family stuff in this. There doesn't seem to be enough kids to like for everyone to have kids. So I think I feel like there's no no kids for Luke. No god. I don't think no I don't think any kids for Luke and I think that uh Luke won't be married or anything. He'll just be pure concentrating on the Jedi. And I think maybe the girl Daisy there will be the uh the Han and Leia's daughter. Mm-hmm. And then she's just in the school with John Boyega. That's that's my call. That's what I'm going with. Did, did they confirm as no, uh, What was it, Mara Jade? I don't think so. I, don't, I think she's done. I don't think they're going to do that. that. That would add too much to Luke. I don't. I think they're going to move the legacy over to their kid. You know. But I could be wrong. But that's what feels like would make the most sense. And then they could come up with some kind of story because. Even the hint of it being called an ancient fear, you know, like the Sith got to come from somewhere. Like, Wait, is that the confirmed title? In ancient no, fear? it's not oh. confirmed. But oh. even that kind of rumor of a title 
you know, it's got people thinking like, because where do where are the Sith going to come from? Because there's going to be new Sith. So obviously, I think right. Max, Max von Sydow, even though we never know, could be cast as a good guy, but probably won't. You know, mm. he's a likely candidate for like an old evil Sith Lord, right? Sure. Yeah, because otherwise, yeah, he'd be like a you know a politician or a senator or something on Coruscant, but. Yeah, or you know, in a or an imperial like commander left over in some garrison somewhere, which that's from the books, but they probably won't do that. The imperial <laughs> remnant, you know, that they yeah, have. it's possible. But I mean, yeah, Max von Sydow plays bad guys so fucking well that if yeah. you had him, how would you not cast him as a Sith Lord? Well, also <laughs> uh, Robin Hood, which I was a big fan of the Ridley Scott Robin Hood with. What's his I name seen there? That one yet. Really? Oh, Anthony, I recommend it. With it's Russell really Crow. enjoyable. Yeah, with Russell Crowe. I'm here to speak for Sir Walter Loxley. Max von Sydow plays a good guy in that. Marion's father-in-law, and uh, he's really good in it. He's really good in it. Very enjoyable and very good. Like a good man. Like great role. But I really enjoyed that one, and it ends perfectly for a sequel. And I don't think we'll ever get one, but I'd love to see one. So. See him as a Sith Lord and Daisy Ridley as his Sith apprentice. Wow. That would be Make interesting if they went that entrance. way. Yeah, totally. I think Asajj is reaching. They might not even use Asajj. <laughs> you know how old she'd cool be? Visual, though. Think about how old she'd be. Like, unless her species doesn't age much, because, you know, that's 30 years later. So it'd be an actress that would be Lupita Nyong'o's age, but 30 years later, unless she doesn't age. Yeah. Uh, right? You know, lots of makeup. Are there characters that don't age? Uh, I don't know. I know there's I know, ones the fuck, that age the fucking slower. Wookiees don't seem to get that much older. <laughs> yeah, they do, don't they? They, they get age. gray fur they or hair. Um, yeah. There was, I don't know, really, when I think about it. I don't think there was many. There was one, there was this girl, Winter, who was, like, the kid's nanny and, like, Leia's, like, handmaiden. And she was a species that lived long and uh, had a perfect memory, like an eidetic memory or whatever. And she remembered every moment of her life, right? Wow. <clears throat> yeah. So, yeah, and but, she was this species, and they they lived longer than usual. I just, you know, I mean, if Yoda can live for what eight hundred, nine hundred years, I guess, you know, they gotta have somebody like <laughs> yeah. that yeah. elsewhere. I'm sure. Do you think they'll be Yoda? Uh, well, as a ghost, most likely. Do you think sure. Luke will talk to Yoda? I hope so. I hope he, he talks to. to. Yeah. <laughs> it's gotta be old Luke, like running a, a Jedi temple. And when he needs advice, he talks to Yoda. Yeah. Like, that's, you, there has, that one scene has to happen. Oh, I just felt seven. it. I just felt it. There's going to be that moment, guys, when we're all oh, sitting geez. in the theater <laughs> that Luke goes into his cave or a room or fucking something, to, and he sits down, and the ghost of Yoda will appear, and that theater was will hot. fucking wow. lose its shit. Yeah. It will <laughs> erupt. The roof will be off it, and fucking, it'll be insane. And that then, moment's probably going to come. If they show Luke and fucking Yoda together, together again. Oh, sure. <clears throat> and, th and then they'll show Hayden Christensen and the audience will boo. <laughs> That's true. It'll yeah, <laughs> I think it's going to be... I feel so sorry yeah. for that guy sometimes. Yeah, it's not all his fault. He had some horrible dialogue to deal with. Yeah, he uh, wasn't directing the fucking thing. He was just there working. Yeah, Don't that's true. so much an actor can do. Yeah. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Mm. Just he the, didn't write the script. The story was so bad. I mean, there's so many things that I love. I'm a big prequel guy, but no, none of it has to do with the fucking story or dialogue or acting or directing. It's all just pure the fucking other amazing shit that was done. You know what I mean? 
Like well, Darth Maul is still fucking that lightsaber scene in Phantom Menace is still the single best lightsaber scene ever filmed. Because yeah. it was beautiful, yeah. actual, practical choreography, but it was not mixed with digital jumping and digital backgrounds, and they didn't add all the flares. They didn't add all the flashes when the lens hit. You can't see half of Obi-Wan and Anakin's fight when they're inside because all the flashing and this and that. It's just fucking light shit going everywhere. But Darth Maul and Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon there, especially Obi-Wan and Darth Maul at the end, it's beautifully choreographed, and you can see every hit and strike and move, and it's just gorgeous, and I love it. I think it's still the most well well-filmed lightsaber scene you know what i mean well they'll have to keep the tempo up i think if there's going to be a bunch of lightsabers really <laughs> you think so they're not going to go yeah. back to the 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 uh empire strikes back fight scene you know they're not going to do it they're not going to do the slow uh, like once, dramatic stand there for a second hit again stand well, that, there for that a does second. look pretty <laughs> badass but I, I think now that we've all been you know exposed to a fast tempo and yeah luke's old but if they've got a bunch of younger Jedi, they're going to be quick as well. I think they're going to slow it down a bit. I think they uh, have to. You'll have like a smuggler gunfight that'll be filled with the quick cutscenes okay. that bring in people that they'll, that they'll that they're expecting to see what they consider standard action sequences now. Yeah, we're going to see a something. We're going to see some things. As much as they're going retro and going back to old stuff and the old style, they're also going to take some stuff and update it. Like, what Jedis can do, like I've always dreamed of and talked of many times on this show, <laughs> is that show a Jedi doing what they've been claimed that they can do. Let's mm -hmm. see this shit, you know? Have you still ever even really seen someone decently throw a lightsaber, have it strike six things and come back to them on film? Not really. No. No? I think the cartoon, right? The cartoon is pretty much the only one that did it. The, yeah. the Clone Wars. The cartoon yeah, the movies, they never do the boomerang lightsaber. Yeah. Yeah. It's all the video games. Yeah, as you said, the, the video games. Yeah, mm -hmm. they have to Clone Wars it up. They really do. They have to... Yoda was the only one that threw a saber yes. in the entire, entire saga. Yeah. And I guess, you know, there was a lot of talk about not putting it in there because no, it's not what a Jedi his... would do. No, was it Luke or... No, Vader threw his Vader, at Luke guess, once. Yeah. And remember, and then the bridge collapsed and Luke yeah, falls yeah, down? Yeah. Yeah, so they kind of pulled that shit. But it depends. Like, that... Return of the Jedi does show you, too, that you can, you can do stuff and make it not notice how well it's choreographed or whatever through the music and the lighting and like that's an intense lightsaber duel and they hardly touch swords you know what i mean like, right like yeah, but but there's some there's some cool moves and they do make it beautiful and sweeping and epic and you know big grandeur swings and stuff right so well yeah. it's be interesting to see what they do nonetheless i mean it's fucking lightsabers i just want to see the jedis themselves do some cool more shit well, and then who's going to be Stormtrooper 2.0? I mean, <laughs> well, they're gonna, are there yeah. still going to be Stormtroopers? Are they still going to exist? No. Are they going to take on a new role, or what's no. going to happen? No, they're not. I don't think there will. That's one thing that's, yeah, it's a good point, though. Will there be a Galactic Republic? Like, will there be any kind of organization whatsoever? Or is it just the Jedi on their own in a freewheeling galaxy? <laughs> that's what not much of a whole, war. What if this whole next trilogy is all about the Empire coming back? <laughs> Some things they have to follow, like the <laughs> like, EU. No, like, yeah, and it's just like it just repeats itself. I think it's just the Sith coming back. I would fucking love it if it was fucking Darth Crate and the rise of the one true Sith. Ah, and, and then we that... root for the Sith instead. Oh, if it was fucking Darth Crate and the rise of the one true Sith, I would be rooting for the Sith. Yeah, because that would make for an awesome fucking set of movies. 
They're not going to pull it, no. <laughs> no but they kind of have to follow the whole, like, because the, it does make sense that the rebellion and the rebellion leaders would be the ones to try to form a government, right? They would take yeah, back so Coruscant. There's going to be some new type of government. Like, I wonder Coruscant's if Coruscant still will be there. going to be a political planet. You know it will be. Because in the books, it got laid to waste by the fucking Yuzon Vong. That's the big change. No Yuzon Vong, it's a whole other yeah. matter. They have to bring the Sith back, but the Sith are supposed to be destroyed forever, right? So no. that's why the ancient fear rumor kind of made sense to me, because they got to come from somewhere, out of the past, whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Well, to a time this... warp. It is J.J. Abrams. He might just, you know, yes. Completely off topic, but I'm very excited that it was announced we're going to get Doctor Who in August. I'm being extremely clever up here, and there's no one to stand around looking impressed. What's the point in having you all? Yeah, oh, jeez. <laughs> that's great. I, I think that's only exciting to the two of us. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, well, no, I think it should be exciting for everyone because it's such a good jumping-on point. It's a new Doctor. Oh, Come along for the right. ride, you know? There's no reason I to worry like about it. I do like Doctor Who. I just, I'm not caught up with it. I'm still partway through Matt Smith. Well, oh. well, you and gotta I just watched that it because my old roommate was into it. So I was, so just, good. You know, <laughs> I was just along for the ride. No, the the music in it's great, and oh. and <laughs> Karen Gillan was like fun. There's fun your Asajj Ventress right there, especially proven after her shaving her head, and she's already naturally say, yeah, she's, that way. She's already she, bald in another movie. She yeah. probably doesn't want to shave her head again. She'd make yeah, a no, she just great her hair back. Great then, like, the, the, the new assistant chick, she's pretty cute too. But like, oh, it, it's Clara, just yeah. I don't know. I think whoever who is this last doctor? The Which new one, one is Smith Peter. Mean Peter Matt Capaldi? Smith. No, no, Matt P Smith. Pat, uh, Matt Smith. Yeah. Some of the episodes, he was like, I felt like I was watching a dude on crack act. It's just like, <laughs> how, how does he's just got too much fucking energy? Like, how does he do that? <laughs> and it he was just get I don't progressively know. worse. You, when you start with the ninth doctor, he's kind of laid back, mellow. This, the tenth, a little more erratic. This one, totally, you know, balls to the wall, whatever. Yeah, and now you come back to yes, fish sticks and custard. Fish sticks, yeah. <laughs> and then you get back to kind of okay, we're back on point. So uh, you're right. It is a good jumping on point because, come on, uh -huh. you're, you're you're now back to kind of serious a little bit. Yeah, he, he's least. not going to be manic. Yeah, well, maybe a little bit, but not too much for sure. Well, at least not I'm... not manic to the Matt Smith point of manic. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah that's I mean, mega I'll, manic. I'll watch it, but I don't know how much I'll pay attention to it. You <laughs> know what I mean? I mean, I, I'm sure I'll, I, I'm sure I'll, you know episodes here and there are gonna suck me in, but there's a lot of you know you have to see this. You have to have been watching this to get this little reference point we just made. Well, I don't think there will now. I mean, there will be that for the fans, but I think this is going to be a great point for newbies to come on and still enjoy it enough that, you know, they don't need to pay attention to that stuff because it's not as relevant because they're going to start a whole new storyline, right? Like, yeah. all you'll have to pick up on, they'll explain in the very first episode. They'll be like, okay, now the doctor's going to find Gallifrey or whatever. And that'll be the setup. And then you just go. And then if you happen to be interested in things and references made, you can go back, but I don't think it'll be as necessary well, yeah. with a new doctor. And I was going to say, Josh, for those people like me who are crazy and when they get, they find something they like, they go back and watch it all. Mm -hmm. Netflix added classic Doctor Who, 1964 <sighs> to 1989. Oh, wow. All on the instant queue. And, and let me tell you, it's, it's kind of rough, actually. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I tried. It's, it's the super old school stuff where the sci-fi, the special effects budget was about $4. Mm -hmm. right. Which yeah. was the one that had the long scarf? <laughs> 
That's Colin the Baker. Yeah. Or sorry, yeah, Tom, yeah, Baker. That, Tom Baker. Tom Baker. Yeah, he was, yeah. My my father watched Doctor Who, and that was the first Doctor I ever saw. And I was, I mean, I'd watch episodes here and there, but I was like, what the fuck it's is this? It's really weird how he is all '80s kids Doctor, yet he was not the '80s Doctor. I was gonna think it was in the eighties when it was brought over here and played in, on PBS. Yeah, right. You know, it's kind of crazy. And he's the longest running doctor, so I mean. Yeah, All right, that's it. enough. Who? That's All enough. Right. Hooniverse. We'll <laughs> get back to you in August when the doctor drops. I'm sure Francis will be happy to come back here and fucking. Oh yeah. Wrap Maybe it by up. Then I will have watched the entire thing. Well, get on that. See, see, I watched most of Matt Smiths without having watched Tenants yet, and I didn't feel like I was missing out. You know what I mean? And then uh, it see, did I'll... make me curious and want to go back. And now I'm like you. Now I'm obsessed. I've watched like, fucking so many horrible black and white ones. You know. <laughs> I'm not obsessed yet, but yeah, see, I was lucky enough when I when it came on Netflix, I started at 9, and so, friggin', you know, 9 is my doctor. I like right. the leather jacket. And then Tenet was fun, and then I got, I think I watched the, I think I watched the first series with Matt Smith, so I've still got a fair amount to go with, with him before he changes. I love Smith so much, I think he's my, my favorite. But, uh, okay, here we go, speaking of uh, things shooting off of other things and timelines and such and uh, reboots and sequels and all that funky stuff how about the uh, the term of the standalone film, which uh, one for Star Wars will be made. It will be made by Gareth Edwards and Gary Witta. Uh, I guess Gareth Edwards made uh, a Grodzera and yes. uh, Gary... Oh, and uh, Monster. And Mon I haven't seen Monster. I got to do that though. But I hear it's good. But Gary Whitta, he did the Book of Eli, which I love that movie. That movie is great. So it's interesting. Uh, you think it'll be Boba? It's all people Han's... talk about. Han Solo for sure. Two. Yoda for sure. I think right. Yoda's weird. How are they gonna do Yoda? Is that gonna be a prequel? Is that gonna be? Well, it has to be a prequel. Yeah, it's I mean, be a he's prequel. fucking dead. But how far back will they go? Will they take liberties? It'd just be the adventure of Yoda. <laughs> I don't want yeah. them to spoil it. You know, I love I this see, stuff. I want to see, like, the young teenage Yoda when he's only 400. No. Yeah, when he's a rebel. <laughs> yeah, when he's a young rebel. No, see... And he's, like, still three feet tall. Like, he has right. a trunk. <laughs> Y'all know that I'm a, I'm a sucker for chronology and timelines and all this shit. And I love being spoiled. And I love digging deep back into stuff. And that's great for me. But there's one unwritten rule for me. That I should write, and I'll write it down on my goddamn tombstone. Is I don't. I, Yoda's the one big mystery that I want kept a mystery. It's the only mystery in the history of the world or the universe that, for some reason, that and the Doctor's name. Sorry, those are the two. Those two can Lucas, never be spoiled for me. That's I, why there was never a Yoda book, for the most part, I guess, yeah, yeah, or, yeah. or a time before. Or there have in between been rumored and, histories and, three, and things. Know, whatever, like yeah. Lucas always said no. Yeah, you're not you're not doing that story. Yeah, there was lots of rumors and things that have been done in books and side books and data books and comic books and that have like given hints to things. Like apparently there's this uh, mystical place for his species, and if you go there, there's like one of him like carved in the rock. And you know, I've seen uh you know pictures of you know who where people thought he come from and this and that, but nothing's ever been, you know, Lucas stamped. So it's a one big yeah, mystery. Like all through the EU, there's only what, like three of Yoda's race. Yeah. That they ever Is there really even yeah. had. Yeah. Well, there was Yaddle in Phantom Menace, who was the redheaded girl Yoda that was in the council. And, and then Vendar. Yeah. In, um, Tales of the Old Republic. The video game. The there video was game one in, in uh, episode two. Don't think so. He was like huh? pink or something, wasn't he? I don't think so. Okay. 
I could Pink be wrong. Yoda? I think we would, I think we yeah, all remember think we Pink Yoda. Yoda. It was a little Pink short Yoda. guy though. I, that's all I remember. A little tiny short guy had floppy ears like that. And he was on the Clone Wars cartoon. He was on the Clone Wars cartoon. There's this other species that looks like them, kind of with the ears, but I don't think it's them that you're thinking because they are kind of red. But uh, you know, there was one that kind of looked like that. But no, definitely not a Yoda. Definitely only the three, you know. And the Vendar one looked just like Yoda, you know. And the Yaddle. He was like a super dark blue. Yeah. Now, did the standalone movies have to be prequels? I don't can't, think so. Can't they be something? I think they will Bobas be. Could, Bobas could be what happened after he climbed out of the Sarlacc pit. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's, that's the only way. It's not a sequel. It's not a prequel. Is if they do the story of what happens after he climbs out of the Sarlacc pit, because that's kind of where the story do. ended in the movies. They can't do that unless it doesn't involve anybody from the original movie. So imagine that they make a movie, they make a sequel to Jedi. That. Is him getting out of the pit and then not connected to any other people, but taking place at the same time as Jedi? That's getting fucking meta, man. That's that's fucking warp drive and a half right there. That'd be great. Could you imagine if they fucking went that way? I gotta fucking relight this shit. That sounds like the type of shit that JJ would want to be a part of. But he's not going to be a part of any of those standalones, right? It's uh, They're all going to be their own Yeah, they have nothing directors. to do with him at all. Yeah. He's not, yeah, yeah he, nothing to do with, like, this is fucking Disney Marvel, you know what I mean? I mean, look what happened to just poor Edgar, you know? Like, oh, yeah. You got to do what they kind of want to do, in a way. Nah, I don't like that. <laughs> you just got to well, make yeah, it so... look good. That's the only thing. You're hired as a director to make it look good, you know what I mean? That's all JJ's mm. there is to make it look good. You know, yeah, that that corporation they're not really hiring directors because they want their ideas. Yeah, that's why like they bring Kirshner back in and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm just glad we're over the whole the camera in the right spot. I'm just glad we're all over the whole uh, lens flare thing. Oh, or are we? God. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I bet there'll still be people anything. talking about it during the opening <laughs> sequence of episode seven. They're like, look at that lens flare. Mm. Uh, I think people get over it. I mean, I, I like a couple. I mean, I'll admit some Star Trek went a little bit far with shit, but, you know, I mean, he's done it to less greater effect <clears throat> before, and uh, I don't mind a little of it brought in, but I, they're, they're also shooting on 35 mil, are they not? Yep. Yeah, yes. that's shooting insane. How do you do that? Like, and then how are they going to digitize that? that? That was fucking Disney money. That's how you do that. Because oh, nobody else yeah. can afford to shoot on film anymore because nobody's making film anymore. That's insane that they're doing that. It really is. It's kind of fucking bonkers. Let's hope they for their have... sake a lot of this movie takes place in space where they don't have to work. fucking... Interiors. <laughs> Tons of interiors. A lot of a lot of ships. Another yeah. Death Star. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that. Yeah. Third I mean... time's a charm. <laughs> as long as they have the whole bad guys still have British accents, the good guys speak in perfect American, I'm all right. You know, whatever. Basic, oh, man. It's called basic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. sorry. Basic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's excellent, man. Um, when I was do when I did the Motor City Con there, I got to talk to Joe Caroni, who's like a Lucasfilm illustrator and stuff. Hi, I'm Joe Caroni, and you're listening to An Elegant Weapon. Mm-hmm. And super cool guy, but he had these prints, and they were done at moments that you don't think about much. 
and he had this one print that was Vader in his meditation chamber with mm. his helmet raised up in the machine, but he had his hand like covering his face, like, you know, with his hand in his face, and then an image of Padme at her funeral behind him. Nice. And it's, yeah, and he does these full, beautiful prints of just these moments that you wouldn't consider, you know? And it's him having this moment, and it's just fucking, I saw it, and I was just like, oh, Jesus. They kind of punched me in the gut for a minute. I was like, yeah, you <laughs> fucked up, didn't you, Vader? Like, you know. With your self-fulfilling prophecy. <laughs> yeah, people go check it out at JoeCaroni.com. It's that easy. But he also did an amazing one of uh, Windu, Kenobi, and uh, who's the other one? Maybe Anakin? Or was it Yoda? Qui-Gon? I'm not sure. Maybe Qui-Gon. But it's three hands holding their lightsabers. And it says together at the bottom, but it's kind of done like Art Deco or like Art Nouveau, you know, like the old twenties, thirties styles. Joe Caroni, J O E C O R R O N E Y, just like the drink, but E, not I. And uh, yeah, he does some really fucking neato shit, and he's done. He does a lot of work for like comics and like the books, you know, the illustrations for like the character books and this and that, you know. And he's been doing oh, it for yeah, like. I recognize some of this stuff. Yeah, he's been doing it for like seventeen years too, or some shit. And it's fucking super nice, dude. Though, but I love when people take those moments you never think about, and you build something off that. That's what makes the best movies, you know. Well, speaking of moments that people will never think about, do you think these uh, all this movie news will just drown out Rebels and l- cause Rebels to lose its hype? Because it oh, was... Oh, like cartoon? Yeah, because it was a big deal, but it never paralleled or was never close. Like, uh, Clone Wars was, wasn't really close to any of the uh, films, right? It was kind of Clone... during a time when there were no Star Wars. That's anything. right, that's right. And it still held its kind of own for long enough. I think this is going to be just... I think it's going to be huge. I think people are going to embrace the shit out of it, and they're going to—it's going to be a great lead-in cushion for the movie, you know. I was going to say, yeah. When does Rebels start? That I'm not. I sure. don't know. It seems like it's I've, taken a while. Yeah. Might I'm have... betting they're going to let the Star Wars hype of the movie, little leaked images and stuff like that—that'll let that—they'll let that dwindle just a little bit right before they turn on the hype machine for Rebels, right before it launches. You know what? When does Rebels is right after Jedi, right? Or sorry, right after. Revenge of the Sith, and then into New Hope. So, three and Right, four. right. That's going to be really interesting how they meld that, because it's going to be canon, right? Rebels is canon. Yes. So yes, they're going to make true. this one's going to fit the movie. So I wonder if there will be any kind of leakage, leakage or spoilerage or anything. Or cross well, that's connection. Just, yeah. That's kind of like why I was asking. What, right. <laughs> oh, the best kind of anal leakage. Uh, no, I was curious because, I mean, will people care what happened between that time if they're going to have a brand new, never before told story from the future of Star Wars? I mean, I think it's cool that... to see how things happen. I think people will want to see how the rebellion formed. I think people will want to see how Mon Mothma and Bail Organa and that pulled, how they pulled it all together. Because Bail Organa lived right up into the destruction of Alderaan. We never met Jimmy Smith until, you know the prequels but he didn't die like earlier like leia had her father and he was on alderaan when alderaan exploded right so bail organa was right up through all of that shit you know what i mean so okay you know i think it'll be a really interesting story that people will get into that uh i think there is a chance that there will be characters introduced in the show that will end up in the movie 
Really? I, I definitely think so. Maybe oh, one, nice. even in a background Possible. or something. I can't see them not having that. They're having too much fun. They're having too much fun. Right now, J.J. Abrams' entire existence, other than his family, I'm sure, is Star Wars. All day, every day, all night, 24-7, Star Wars. Anything to do with it, he's going to appreciate. He's probably stoked to see the show. I bet you he's involved. I bet you they've been like, he's been like, I need to know what the show's going on. You know all the writers are going to keep in sync and stuff, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah. We'll see, I guess. I mean, here's hoping, of course. Yeah, for sure. I don't see how they can't. It's just we have to meet who these new characters are. The difference in Rebels is going to be we don't know these people. We know all the people from Clone Wars. We knew them from the movies. We came in knowing them. We don't know these people at all. Like, who the hell is Rebels about? Right? Uh, no, I don't know. All Frank new Christian characters, one, yeah. That one kid. That we have yet to meet, right? Which and kid? Ezra and Kanan. That's what oh. Rebels is about. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, but you see my point? Like, we have to meet all these people and see if we like them. It's maybe not even the story. These are new characters that we don't trust, we don't know, right? True. That's very rare. That We're getting an all-new Star Wars story that's not Jedi or Sith and not new characters or characters we know. You know what I mean? How often do they bust out this? That's why it was weird when they did, like... Uh, when you watch droids and they had different masters and stuff, I just never understood as a kid when I watched droids why they weren't just still with, you know, is, was this before Luke? Was this after Luke? When the hell is this happening? You know? And did they ever actually say when uh, I don't think they uh, ever droids took place? It. I don't think they ever did. I'm sure I could look it up. I'm sure. But who the hell knows what was happening in those days, you know? <laughs> You know what's funny? A lot of the Star Wars news has been leaking out of TMZ, eh? Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, they paid tons of money to be the exclusive Star Wars leakage. Yeah, I'm sure they do. I tweeted yeah. today that maybe we should just call TMZ the Holonet. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> right? They're trying. Yeah, that's yeah. where we just get all... I love it, because they're totally all about it. They're like, Star Wars! No more fucking stupid Kardashian shit. That wedding went away quick, man. Nobody cared. That wedding happened and nobody fucking cared. It's like, oh, that's over? Okay, you know. Fuck. So that's uh, that's sensational times. But, uh, yeah, that's pretty much all that's been happening. I can't think of anything else that's been too crazy and exciting going on in the Star Wars universe. Of course, uh, you can still catch Dark Horse and their tail end, and they're putting out some excellent work near the end here. Uh, yeah. you know, the Star Star Wars is still going on, which was Lucas's original rough draft. They're doing the book off. You know, there's still some night errands popping out. There's still some stuff to enjoy to end things off properly for you, rather than you know just be left hanging. Awesome! It's awesome that Dark Horse has this chance to do it, and they're kind of slowly closing out their original stuff and giving you a bang with the other stuff in the meantime. So. You know, do it. They've been supporting over two decades. They've been doing Star Wars, and that's a lot of people's art and hard work and sweat and blood and, you know, stuff like that. So check it out. Still enjoy it. Still support it. It's good times. But then it's also exciting on the other side of the two-faced coin that uh, Marvel will be releasing. I don't know what to think about that. Marvel putting out will will it be their Marvel typical art Marvel artists we know about or will they oh, yeah. kind of bring the stable over like 
what Ryan Stegman drawing Star Wars? Is this are these <laughs> the are these the possibilities I'm starting to hear about? You know what I mean? If they don't bring some of the artists over though, I'm gonna be pissed because there's some people that have done like uh, Jan Jersima. If yeah. there's not a book that Jersima's on, then I don't consider it Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, it, well, there, there's there's quite a few. That's absolutely right. So, yeah, and it's easy, it's been crazy things for so many years. So please still enjoy it. Uh, I really hope that they at least do the respect of picking and choosing a few things here and there just for us to go, oh. other than, if you don't do that, everything will be new. Everything will be new. There's nothing to put in there for the fans because they've taken away everything that was of the fans. Do you know what I mean? There'll be nothing to pick from. But they they want the new generation of fans. That's what I'm thinking. They just want that new generation of fans that's never heard of it before. You know, speaking of jumping on points for Doctor Who, here's a jumping on point Mm -hmm. for the new new generation. Episode 7. From here on out. Oh, totally. Brand new Star Wars. All new Star Wars. All new universe. I mean, Screw you, Generation kids, Xers and, well, and Baby kids, Boomers. All the, all the kids that grew up with the, um, what do you call them, the prequels as their Star Wars, I mean, mm-hmm. they're all grown up now. Yep. So you gotta you gotta go out there and fetch some, some young <laughs> blood. <laughs> I, think, why, yeah. I think they're trying to, you know, I don't think it's all that, to be honest. I think they're trying to bring back a lot of the old blood. I think they're trying to solidify the people that made the other ones a success. I think it's a big part of it because why the hell else would they be risking? Why would Disney be like JJ's like, yeah, no digital, okay? Like what? What? Like who even gets away with doing that nowadays? That means you know how much money they're gonna have to sink into doing other stuff. The reason people do it digitally is easier and it's cheaper, right? Yeah. And they're like, no, we're gonna spend, spend, spend on this fucking well, yeah, shit. They got mouse money though. That's what yeah. you do when you have mouse money. You throw money at the problem until it goes away. Yeah. <laughs> Even the right. cartoon Rebels is a step up in maturity and stuff from Clone Wars. You know, it's going to be a, a less kiddie show even in itself. Because mm-hmm. remember yeah, how kiddie like Clone Wars started out, like the movie? And it was really for kids. It was made for kids, geared at kids. And the kids didn't care. But we cared. And that's why it slowly geared into a more adult show. Right, but it, it's it's going to be on Disney XD. So, I mean, it's not really, you're not really grabbing it, adults, when you put it on Disney XD. They don't have many other options, right? Like, where are they going to put it? ABC. Cartoon Network. Why, are they, they on the uh, Cartoon Network, though? I don't think they'd no, put it on a... Disney and, ABC, Disney and ABC. I think, actually, ABC's owned by Disney. It is, yeah. yeah. Um, they, why not put it on there? That would be a ballsy move, to put it on their main lead network, ABC, to put on a sure. CGI animated right. show. I'd Hey, I'd applaud them. That'd be a totally ballsy move. No one's ever done that. Make it Fox a primetime yeah. show, yeah. Instead Name of another. It, instead of making it, it, it would be more Disney to not put it on a cable, dink dink, table or cable channels, and put it on something local so everybody can see it. Right. It would but, be, but you know, they got to make the way some of the mouse. No. <laughs> but who knows? They're, they're. I don't know, man. I mean, they let this Marvel universe grow into what it did without, you know. Yeah. Even though now lately it seems to be doing a lot of more interference because I don't like the way it's rolling now, man, because I think they're running out. They're so desperately trying to keep their plan together because they have so much faith in it. But you've done your Avengers. What's next? You know, Avengers oh, 2 is oh, filming it. Yeah, Avengers 2. You know, but what, like, just, you know what I'm saying? Just title wise, like, what's next? At least we still got a Justice League coming. And then they can break off from that big story and make a bunch of stuff. But I think Marvel needs to pay out 
$18 billion and get their fucking X-Men back or they're yes. fucking screwed. If yeah. they don't do that, they're fucking screwed. They need to cough it up. I don't understand what it would take. How can you not jointly effort? Though, an Avengers X-Men movie would make more money than Avengers or an X-Men movie alone combined. Do you know what I mean? Well, has Fox actually said that there's a dollar amount that they'd be willing to give back to franchises for? Did they? You just said give them a certain amount of dollars. I've never yeah. heard them say uh, that. No, that's just my... I just threw out a crazy oh, that's just speculation. Number. I don't yeah, think no, they have the problem, $18 billion. As, <laughs> as far as I understand it, both Fox and Sony have open-ended IP contracts where as long as they create a film every three to five years, yes. they get to keep those characters. Yes. Which means mm -hmm. Fox is never going to let the X-Men film, the franchise, go until it stops making money. Yes. If yep. you really want the X-Men to go back, if you want the X-Books, all the characters to go back to Marvel, and you want Spider-Man to go back from Sony back to Marvel, yeah. then the only way for that to happen is for nobody to go see the films. Yeah, that's not yeah, pretty that's much. Not, yeah. 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 So yeah. The that's moment not that Sony loses money on Spider-Man, Marvel will get the IP back. Do you know oh, Marvel still makes money, though? Marvel gets 5% of the movie's gross. Well, yeah, of course, they're still yeah. getting their cut because it's, it's still their product. That like, how can you not work something company? out? I really hope yeah, that them letting Spider-Man... Well, you know, either. back in the day, I don't think they knew they were going to make, you know, Marvel Studios. Uh, well, no, they had no clue. Otherwise, they wouldn't... I mean, the very first... That's why... When you really yeah. look back out at the start of this was them letting um, Wesley Snipes start Amon yes. Ra Films, his own production company, and then he bought the rights to do Blade. Yeah, because that was really the start of all of these new awesome Marvel films. It oh, wasn't yeah. Spider-Man. Not at Fucking all. Fucking the the first Spider-Man came off of X-Men. X-Men came off of Blade. Yeah, Blade mm -hmm. did so well that Fox said, "Hey, we'll throw some money at Marvel. What what characters you guys got that you'll give us for a couple million dollars?" Mm. That's yeah, you're totally right. How can either of them not want to share though? Like I don't understand. Like studios used to work together. If 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 Disney and Warner Brothers, because they're not. That's it. They're not studios. They're giant corporations. But uh, even even if they combine, Sony why can't Roger Rabbit ever happen again? All of Sony making because the combined power of those two are are not going to make double the money. They'll make a little more, but they're not going to make yeah. double the amount that they would make if they made their own individual films. This is stupid. Thank so, God so for It's all about the bottom Qu line. Where's Quicksilver from? He's huh? an Avenger and an X-Men. That's why yeah. there's a problem in the films. That's why there's in two of them. Avengers 2, he will only be referred to as Avenger, and they cannot call him a mutant, and they cannot say that Magneto is his father because it's in the Avengers, and in that universe, mutants don't exist, which is why on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. you got them talking all the time about there's no such thing as a telepath, which I think is fucking hilarious. Yeah, I think right. it's stupid. But then, yeah, well, in X-Men Days of Future Past, where you have that Quicksilver and he meets Magneto, they can't refer to, in that world, they would never be able to say that he was an Avenger if they went into the future and saw Quicksilver. They couldn't mention that he ever became an Avenger because the Avengers don't exist in the X-Men film franchises. You know, there was a point that they were even in talks to let the same guy play him in both, though. Really? That actually happened very early on. It got shut down quick, but I read it, and there was one point they were considering letting the same guy. The same stipulations mm -hmm. that you can't mention this or that. But they actually, for like half an hour, considered letting it be did the same guy. Did they say which actor it was? Yeah, Aaron that's Taylor my Johnson big question. No, I did, they didn't say that. So, because have you guys all? Seen I think it was before it was cast. Future past yet? Oh yeah. I, I'm going tomorrow. Yeah. I'm going mm. tomorrow. 
Okay, so Jason only ever seen. But yeah, the, the there's a the one big scene with Quicksilver. He fucking steals that movie. Oh, yep. Evan totally. Peters, oh, yeah. the one that everybody made fun of his costume. Did you guys notice the costume at all? Did it bug nope. you at all in the movie? Nope. I don't even know who the fuck Quicksilver is, so it didn't bother me at all. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like everybody yeah. was like, oh, that 70s fucking silver leather jacket. He looks so awful. Once you put him in the 70s and moving, like you don't notice the costume at all. He was amazing. Evan, Peter, Evan Peters fucking killed that movie. Uh, and totally stole that scene. There's a few oh, scenes, yeah, whatever it was. Scene. I think he might. I think his scene might have stole the film. I yeah. think it might be the best thing in that film. That's yeah. the thing I go back and and go. Yeah, that was that was pretty cool. Yeah, it was fun. It, it was a awesome. fun. It was a fun scene in the middle of something that should. All right, should that's enough. I'm gonna see it tomorrow. <laughs> right. I don't want to hear any more of this nonsense. That's enough spoilerific <laughs> stuff for this week, kids. I have a specific shout-out to a gentleman I met at Motor City Comic Con. Today is June 3rd. Today is a tough day for him. Adam Tornow. I believe that's how you say it, Adam. I hope it is. Adam's one of those people you meet and just instantly you're enveloped by their positive vibe and awesomeness. You know what I mean? Sure. And he worked the con. And he was like, every once in a while I'd see him run by the end of an alley, but he'd like stop and like give me like the the guns. You know what I mean? Like the fucking... (laughs) Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, and then he'd keep on going, and just fucking awesome, awesome dude, always a smile on his face. Shout out, Adam. I know it's a rough day, but you aight. You aight. Um, and uh, who else is out there? Uh, Josh, I'd like to mention that you recently released an episode of Hybrid Interests. I did. I talked to uh, Nicole, or ne- as yes. she is known by on the Twitters, is Fury underscore Conception. Yes, Fury Conception, nice. Nicole. She is also responsible for our Leia logo, if anybody has noticed that. Leia lying there with the hookah, and it says an elegant weapon in the smoke, as it should. But, yep. uh, yeah, she's a good friend of the show, uh, in a way, sponsor of the show. And, uh, yeah, so uh, I'd like to shout her out because she's got a Kickstarter going on right now. Where you can get a copy of Fury Conception One going on if you contribute to the Kickstarter for Creepy Scarlet. So go to Kickstarter and put in Creepy Scarlet and support that shit. Nice. And uh, what else is going on? Anybody else got anything they want to talk about? That uh, hey, what, Josh, I know you got something that you got to mention. Uh, oh, would that be Denver Comic Con? That of course would be Denver <laughs> Comic Con. Yeah, next week, man. Next week. Really? June, June 13th and 15th, Denver Convention Center. It's going to be awesome. Go and, there and meet the El Hawkes. Yes, I am the star that will be there this weekend. Or that <laughs> yes. <laughs> Interview him. Yeah. I have a booth. He'll be doing autographs. God. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about booth things later. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I'm honored to uh, get to cover the show as a member of press or their press team or whatever. So we're going to have tons of pictures and – I'm really, really hoping for an interview, but it's not looking too good. Um, Gorilla pot it, dude. Gorilla pot. Uh, you're, there's heavy stipulations on who you can and can't talk to in that sort of fashion. Really? Yeah. I've so, never um, noticed. <laughs> well, it's just something you got to be aware of because uh, uh, <laughs> that's how you get your pass revoked. Yeah, that's not good. I'm sure you get yeah. to talk to somebody. I'm oh, sure. I, I will be for sure. But uh, it's uh, as far as like the special guests or celebrities, right, if right. you will. Um, that's when you get a corner them in an elevator or something. 
Yeah. <laughs> just just but, say, don't you know who I am? I'm Josh of Points yeah. of Interest. I am the Alhaquez. What the fuck, um, man? You don't want to talk to me, man? You're, well, you're yeah, an internet celebrity. You don't need to talk to me, man. <laughs> so we're going we're gonna to have a good time. We're going to have the whole team there for the whole weekend and uh, having a blast. I'll be really tired on Monday. We can't wait to hear about it and such and see pictures and stuff on the Points of Interest Podcast.com. Go there. Go there and enjoy because all our shit is there. You got. You got next elements there, and you got hybrid interests, and back when we were interestings and elegant weapons, and uh, woo mates and dragon fisters and old archive stuff like uh, the mystical legendary geek love radio, that's going on there. You've got a critical moment of awesome, which is Francis's Ooh. other show, yeah, with Dave the drummer. Dave the drummer. Dave the drummer. I love that guy. Yeah, and uh, Anthony, am I correct in assuming that you're uh, coloring geek these days? I'm coloring geek right now. No, <laughs> <laughs> so I did take time out on Sunday. Uh, next element, pod number 42. I actually got Colin to show up, and we had uh, the illustrious Mr. Matt Burton of 11 O'Clock Comics, Matinee Idols fame who is now the uh, Vince McMahon of Future Pro Wrestling over in the UK. He Very came cool. on the wow. show, and we chatted for like two hours. It's a fucking awesome episode. Very nice. I look forward to hearing that. That's good times. And so the Colin, the Colin Uffagus showed up. Yeah, got, yeah, Colin, got Colin Uffagus and, and, Vince, and Vince Matt. <laughs> Vince Matt. So yeah, you, he said you, some, of the, some of the fans, because he's the host of Future Pro Wrestling as well, so he's the voice of the company that he co-founded with his buddies. And so when like he's being a heel and being an asshole, a couple of the fans have started bringing signs that say Vince Matt. <laughs> no, just... So you're coloring geek, you're talking to us, and watching Star Wars. Yeah, and I have Star Wars <laughs> on in the background. I'm a multitasker. I, uh, I'm a multitasker. Multitask, uh, yeah, but uh, thanks I'm for hanging out, page. fellas. Is just fill in, grab it, fill it in, grab it. <laughs> Yeah, we don't care. <laughs> no, I see how it's gonna be. Uh, no, we we we. It's been a, it's been an amazing journey. I can't. When that book comes out, I think you're gonna be as happy as you are. Oh no, you won't. You won't even be close. You can try, but yeah, yeah I'm gonna be over the fucking moon when I'm finished with it. We have to have a giant party for that shit when it comes out. Cause, uh... Oh, I'm getting drunk. I'm getting drunk with this book. I'm back on not drinking again and fucking, you know, getting a lot more shit done because I'm not drinking, but I'm going to get soused when Geek goes depressed. So good! Once it hits your lips, it's so good! That's good. You'll you'll deserve it at that point. You'll have to be careful. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so like I was saying, you can find all our wonderful podcasts on Points of Interest Podcast Network. That's pointsofinterestpodcast.com. That... My little rebels is all we have this week on an elegant weapon. We'll see you next week when uh, I'm not going to jinx it by ruining the spoilery surprise, but I'm I'm hoping that I'm having a couple of guests next week that are going to make for uh, a a really really nice nice podcast, I think. And uh, I'll give you a little hint. I'll say don't get your toes in a twist. 
if it doesn't happen because it will happen for sure hopefully it happens next week but uh other than that kids we love you uh one love we'll see you next week take it easy ah star wars nothing but star wars